Hello, and welcome to day 35 of A Miserable Year. I'm Anthony Adler, and I'm going to be reading the whole of Victor Hugo's excellent Les Miserables over the course of 2018. That's the podcast. In today's chapter, we inch closer and closer to discovering the true nature of Tolomoya's surprise. Enjoy! Le Miserable. Volume 1. Fontaine. Book the Third. In the year 1817. Chapter 8. The Death of a Horse. The dinners are better at Edon's than at Bombarda's, exclaimed Safine. I prefer Bombarda to Edon, declared Blacheval. There is more luxury. It is more Asiatic. Look at the room downstairs. There are mirrors, glass, on the walls. I prefer them. Glass, ices, on my plate, said Favorite. Blacheval persisted. Look at the knives. The handles are of silver at Bombarda's and bone at Edon's. Now, silver is more valuable than bone. Except for those who have a silver chain, observed Tolomoyes. He was looking at the dome of the invalids, which was visible from Bombarda's windows. A pause ensued. Tolomoyes, exclaimed Famoy. Listolia and I were having a discussion just now. A discussion is a good thing, replied Tolomoyes. A quarrel is better. We were disputing about philosophy. Well, which do you prefer, Descartes or Spinoza? Desaugier, said Tolomoyes. This decree pronounced. He took a drink and went on. I consent to live. All is not at an end on her, since we can still talk nonsense. For that I return thanks to the immortal gods. We lie, one lies, but one laughs. One affirms, but one doubts. The unexpected bursts forth from the syllogism. That is fine. There are still human beings here below who know how to open and close the surprise box of the paradox merrily. This, ladies, which you are drinking with so tranquil an air, is Madeira wine, you must know, from the vineyard of Coral de Freya which is 317 fathoms above the level of the sea. Attention while you drink! 317 fathoms! And Monsieur Bombarda, the magnificent eating housekeeper, gives you these 317 fathoms for four francs and fifty centimes. Again, Famway interrupted him. Tolomoyes, your opinions fix the law. Who is your favourite author? Burr Quinn? Nope. Shoo! And Tolomoyes continued. Honour to Bombarda, he would equal Munophis of Elephanta if he could but get me an Indian dancing girl, and Virgilian of Caenea if he could but bring me a Greek courtesan. For, oh, ladies, there were Bombardas in Greece and Egypt. Apuleius tells us of them. Alas, always the same, and nothing new, nothing more unpublished by the creator in creation. Nil sub sole novum, says Solomon. Amor omnibus idem, says Virgil. And Carabina mounts with Carabin into the bark at St. Cloud, as Aspasia embarked with Pericles upon the fleet of Samos. One last word. Do you know what Aspasia was, ladies? Although she lived at an epoch when women had as yet no soul, she was a soul. 
a soul of a rosy and purple hue, more ardent hued than fire, fresher than the dawn. Aspasia was a creature in whom two extremes of womanhood met. She was the goddess prostitute. Socrates plus Manon Lescaut. Aspasia was created in case a mistress should be needed for Prometheus. Ptolemoeus, once started, would have found some difficulty in stopping, had not a horse fallen down upon the quay at just that moment. The shock caused the cart and the orator to come to a dead halt. It was a Bocaron mare, old and thin, and one fit for the knacker, which was dragging a very heavy cart. On arriving in front of Bombardas, the worn-out, exhausted beast had refused to proceed any further. This incident attracted a crowd. Hardly had the cursing and indignant carter had time to utter with proper energy the sacramental word Matin, the jade, backed up with a pitiless cut of the whip, when the jade fell, never to rise again. On hearing the hubbub made by the passers-by, Ptolemoia's merry auditors turned their heads, and Ptolemoia's took advantage of the opportunity to bring his allocution to a close with this melancholy strophe. She belonged to that circle where cuckoos and carriage share the same fate. And a jade herself, she lived, as jades live, for the space of a morning. Or jade. Poor horse, sighed Fontaine, and Dahlia exclaimed. There is Fontaine on the point of crying over horses. How can one be such a pitiful fool as that? At that moment, Favorite, folding her arms and throwing her head back, looked resolutely at Tolomoyas and said, Come now. The surprise. Exactly. The moment has arrived, replied Ptolemyas. Gentlemen, the hour for giving these ladies a surprise has struck. Wait for us a moment, ladies. It begins with a kiss, said Blachevelle. On the brow, said Ptolemyas. Each gravely bestowed a kiss upon his mistress's brow. Then all four filed out through the door, with their fingers on their lips. Favorite clapped her hands on their departure. It is beginning to be amusing already, said she. Don't be too long, murmured Fontaine. We are waiting for you.